how do we want to start this? <laughs> Same way we always started. Fuck it. Uh, I don't even remember. Um, I guess you can't oh, play your music, huh? No. Uh, um, confession, I reformatted my computer and lost that uh, soundboard. So I lost that beat. Um, however, I do. I did recreate all of the other stuff. So we have everything but that beat. That um, our, my whack ass beat that became like yeah. a lot part of the show. Yeah. I don't have that anymore. Well, let's just start our beatboxing. Fuck it. All right. Um, but I don't know. Okay. Cool. Um, Farts. 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 Oh. <laughs> I said farts. Oh, I said bars. I did just fart too. What yeah. the fuck is up, guys? Well, what's up, y'all? This is Tressie. Um, and this is Cedric, and this is a very inconvenient, unconventional through the cray. Digging through cultural and current events through the hip hop. <laughs> Let's get to it. Oh. I don't remember. Right. Oh my god, I don't think I have. All right, I did. so I tried to recreate it, and I don't have all the sounds. So for all of our listeners out there, uh, Trusty reformatted her computer, and she doesn't have all the sounds. Uh, I don't know about right. this this episode. We may have already said that. I don't care. This is a new shit. We're trying something out. So uh, <laughs> cheers. Look, this is, cheers. I've, I've got water. That's cheers. Cool. Ah, so um, I kind of, you know, first of all, it's good to see you. I, I don't see you enough, especially not now. Yeah, exactly. Um, that Rona got us locked in our house. So man, it's it's insane, you know. Uh, so I, you know, let's let's start this off. You know, Mr. Devin, no one cares. Yeah, shout out to Devin. Shout out to Devin. I'm I'm definitely feeling this Devin moment right now. Let's do a mental health check. It's, it's important to do this in these in these trying times. Kind of see where your head is at. Um, stressful shit's going on. So, ladies first, mental sure. health check. What's good? I mean, right now I'm doing a lot better than I was maybe about a week ago. Um, so, like, I was I was enjoying, like, the time off from the podcast a little bit. And then, like, a week ago, I was just like, fuck life, fuck everything. That wasn't, like, about to slip my wrist, fuck life. But, you know, <laughs> I was just like, man, this shit is fucking crazy. I'm feeling a little bit depressed. Uh, you know, it was it was like bad. Just like you can't go out nowhere. You're staying in the house a lot more. And then like when you're staying in the house, like going outside seems like a feat, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and then, and then like, because how many weeks have we been fucking in, in like locked up right now? Like this is going on four or five now? I think the next week was the beginning. For me, it'll be the beginning of week four, I think. Fuck, I don't even know. I don't know. I don't know what day it is. I think it's going to be week five for me because I stopped, but they, fuck, I don't remember. It was like almost like mid-March that I stopped uh, going to work. Okay. And then, so yeah, maybe I feel like this is about to be week five, like this week, this, because we're doing this on Sunday. But anyway, like it was just like, I, I kept going up and down with my emotions is what I'm trying to say. And, right. uh I'm happy that we're trying to do like this little, you know, Zoom meeting, this whole, this content for our viewers because uh, viewers now, but um, 
for our listeners to, because, you know, it's kind of, it's, uh, it's interesting, you know, like it's interesting, it's an interesting time. Everyone's on their phones. I, I want to give them something. They can see our faces a little bit more. Uh, I want to give them something that they can, you know, use to like pass the time throughout the day. Cause niggas ain't got shit to do. Motherfuckers ain't got jobs. You ain't got shit to do. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, motherfuckers out here like, I guess I might as well just start up this start sourdough starter or whatever the fuck. Like people are making sourdough. Like, <laughs> you know, we got there's no yeast in the store. Back there. But anyway. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like old times. Yeah. Um, it is like old times. But yeah, I mean, so right now in this moment, I'm doing okay. I'm doing all right. What about you? Um, doing all right. Uh, kind of like you, you know, it, it's definitely been like a wave of emotions. Uh, mm-hmm. Initially, it's like, okay, well, fuck it. We're going to be off. I guess I'll just, you know, chill at home for a little while. Yeah. Um, pretty much my job went exactly the way I predicted it to go. Yeah. Unfortunately, you know, yeah. there weren't too many surprises. Mm-hmm. Except... It's a little stressful, you know, because I I do work in the food service industry on the side, you know, podcast full-time, food service industry on the side. Uh, (laughs) And, I mean, it's it's nothing. There's there's nothing going on. There's there's nobody downtown. Mm -hmm. So shops are closed, don't have work, and a little frustrated, you know, going to kind of put the job on blast here, but they they furloughed a bunch of us. Yeah, and then like. somebody quit or stepped down or something at one of the few stores that was still open, and they called me to come back a a week after telling me I would be out for like a week, a week after telling me I would be out for two three weeks to question mark who knows you know. Mm-hmm. And they said, "Go ahead, apply for unemployment. You know, you'll be good." I'm like, "All right, bet." Put in my application. They called me up the next day. Hey, so this person quit so we, we need somebody to cover this you know 60 hour a week shift at the store that's not one of yours mm-hmm. uh and i was like nah bro it's not my store i'm good oh okay well that's fine but now you can't get unemployment what so i'm a little frustrated a little frustrated now you can't get unemployment because you turned down to work somewhere i wasn't even originally working I mean, I guess that makes sense from a business perspective, but that's fucked. Kind of. It's like, just, you don't have to tell the unemployment office you offered that to me if you actually care. You could just say, oh, he's just not working. It's a yeah. small-ass company. You don't have to do that. I'm not saying fraud, you know, fraud the fucking unemployment no. offices and shit, but don't fuck me over because somebody quit, you know? So, so that's a little frustrating. That, that's yeah. another thing that's frustrating to me, though. Like, don't, isn't unemployment something that, we pay into yes so as like workers like i'm paying into my employment unemployment right now why can't i get that in any way i I looked it up on the internet myself yeah Um, so so the way unemployment works is it's paid by the employer and the employee Mm -hmm. so uh for the employee, you can see it on your check. Like, it's, you know, yeah. the blind item on your check. You see that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but then for the employer, they get charged a percentage of their wages based on how many unemployment claims they've had historically. So if a company has high turnover, they percentage-wise pay a higher amount of their overall salaries 
versus another company who might have less. So if there's an incentive for a company to not put someone on unemployment because then their percentage goes up. Right. So, I mean, everybody's getting fucked right now. So it's, you know, they're just literally fucking me to save some pennies down the road, but it's fine. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you know, <laughs> we can see you. <laughs> Anybody so, that yeah, it's appearance from Christy. <laughs> but yeah. It's a little stressful, you know, frustrated, you know, uh, yeah. my mom is currently sitting right now too. Yeah. Um, she's like slowly going through the, the COVID symptoms. You know, she had a fever for a few days. It went away. Um, she still has a slight cough and now she's having, uh, stomach issues, which is another symptom people have been yeah. reporting. Three more days, who knows? She she might have pneumonia, and you know we'll see what happens. But there's no test in California for people who aren't super sick. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. She doesn't know. We're just all sitting around here not knowing shit and smiling and acting like everything's okay. So right. So yeah. And in and in, in, even if there was a test, like what happens then? There's not like right. there's a vaccine yet. So it's like you right. test, you know, like, okay, well, I guess I know I have it. Right. I mean, luckily, you know, she's, she's not, she, she's not working right now. She's at home. Yeah. You know, it's just her and her cat. Apparently cats can get it though. So that's what I heard. Yeah. Feline. Felines. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, but yeah, so it's, it's, it's the tiger at the, the zoo. Brooklyn so? Zoo. Yeah. Yep. Jesus. Oh, sorry again. Oh, there you go. Making all the types of appearances. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> so yeah, so you know, I'm just hanging in there. We're good. All right. Well, I'm I'm rooting for you, bro. And shout out to. Uh oh. Oh, never mind. All right. Well. See, All right. That's- this shit wants unemployment because it's not working. <laughs> this motherfucker. So, uh, so what have you been doing to stay busy? I mean, obviously, you are still working. While yes, at home. I am still but working. You obviously, have more free time than you normally would. So, what you been spending your time doing? Well, um, I've actually been doing some some coding. Uh, so, I don't know how long I will have a job because people aren't buying cars. For those of you that don't know, I, I work for Cars.com. So, if people aren't buying cars, that means dealerships don't need to advertise, which means I don't get paid. Um, so. I've been working on some coding, learning the, the Python, that language. And hopefully I'll, uh, I'll finish that uh, and learn that, like the basis of that, and then try and learn some JavaScript. So that's what I've been doing. I've also bought a new keyboard. And I'm going to get back into beat making. Nice. I found this keyboard. And I was like, this is the thing that I've been looking for my whole fucking life. Like... <laughs> It's the one thing, like, I've been looking for a keyboard that integrated a lot of the native instruments, uh, pa- expansion packs and, and stuff yeah. like that I have, that inter- and, and I'm able to, like, just plug and play in Logic, because I know, I, because yeah. I hate the scene, uh, I hate the, the DAW of machine, or the DAW that uh, native instruments use, so if I can just use them as plugins in Logic, that's great. So now I'm, I'm trying to get back into that. I'm not saying I'm going to have a, an, an EP at the end of this, <laughs> but, but maybe I'll get a little bit better at, and maybe I'll get my chops back. We'll see. But yeah, that's maybe an upgrade to the intro music. Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> 
Yay! Let's see what else I I think I changed some things. Oh yeah, remember this? Oh god. Oh hey, shout out to <laughs> Hell yeah. None of my mama shit works because I I gotta find the fucking uh, We made mama. I know. Mama I, Yeah, I had to find it, but yeah. Oh nice, I remember that. Hell yeah. <laughs> Throwback. Yeah, that's a throwback. Uh, you ain't got the answers, man. That's <laughs> way. And then, uh, and, okay. And so that's all we got for right now. Maybe I should work on doing that, <laughs> getting that back up and running. I thought I had it all all done, but I guess it's not there. Oh, oh we try. We try. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah, no. We could try this. Oh, it didn't work. All right. We're never going to try anything ever again. Nothing. Uh, what, you, what you been listening to? What have I been listening to? Let's go through my goddamn Spotify because <laughs> I, I haven't been listening to a ton. I listened to. Uh, I'm actually excited about this. Um, For my run today, I listened to Anderson Pack Ventura. Nice. I've been listening to uh, Summertime Radio. So, you know, the uh, Will Smith's Summertime. Oh, yeah. So I've been li- I put that song as the radio. And so that, like, gives me, like, air- be, like a lot of old school uh, hip-hop and the old school, like, soul music, you know. Nice. So, like, Maze, nice. Beverly, uh, Shaka Khan. And then I get some Tribe Called Quest or some cute uh, Q-Tip Tribe Called Quest. Uh, Outcast, stuff like that. So I had a couple of those things. Um, any full albums that I've listened to lately? I don't think I've listened to any real albums lately, especially since I've been trying to like get back into my music. Um, listening to other people's music is kind of harder for me if I'm trying to like become, if I'm trying to be, get creative, because then I try and sound like that. I got to listen sure. to the thing that's like my foundation, which is why I was listening to a lot of that old school shit. Um, right. I did some of the stuff that I've listened to since our last episode, because our last episode was uh, Denzel Curry and Kenny Beats Unlocked. I did listen to Written Testimony by Jay Electronica. Okay. Uh, <laughs> quick, quick take, quick take. Quick take? Cool. Uh, this is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't what I was expecting. This is no Exhibit C, Exhibit A. This is no Eternal Sunshine of a Spotless Mind. Like, it's no, it's none of those. It's still okay. And then I didn't like his response to Rosenberg about how Rosenberg was not uh, cool with him saying that one line about the synagogue. Um, yeah, something about Jews. I don't know. I, I didn't. I couldn't dig too deep into that one. I was expecting a Jay Electronica album, and I got Watch the Throne too. Yeah, and it was it was just not what I was expecting. I mean, it was good. It was good, but I'm not. It wasn't bad. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not super. No, it was not something I I'm listen to gonna it go back to. It just it yeah. didn't it didn't get to me. Oh, something really I did listen to a lot of times. 1998, uh, 1988. Excuse me, by Knowledge. That's a nice. that one was a beat tape that I listened to pretty front to back. Loved that. I've been getting back into Keitronada a little bit more. I've been listening to Bubba a lot more. I like to run to Bubba. Um, what else have I been listening to? Let's look through this thing. Oh, it is what it is. Thundercat. 
Dude, I was just about to ask you about if you if you listen to that Thundercat, yo. You're frozen. That was that was I was just gonna ask if I if you had listened to that Thundercat. Yeah, Thundercat. I mean, love it. Yeah, I listened to love that a few it. times. It's so hard. Yeah. It's so good. It's so good. Thundercat is hard. Yeah. And then I went back to some stuff. I went back to Neptunes. Ooh. The of Clones. Okay. I went back to that. Um, and I went back to Clips album. I listened to like every Clips album. I was like with like a Neptune. I was like, yo, I remember this. Neptune was like, was a, a big foundation for me as like a, an artist, like producer back in the day. Oh, producer. Back to high school. Take me back to high school and just yeah. playing that shit at parties and stuff. So yeah, I mean. Neptune's I, was, I, Neptune's was our like, that, those were our cakewalk days. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, I mean, dude. like, every, every Clips album, just listening, I'm like, damn, Pusha T has been a beast for a, a yeah. fucking a minute. while now, man. Yeah. yeah. And those beats were, some of them, some of them definitely sound kind of goofy now. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Some of those old Neptune beats, you're like, ugh, that yeah. ain't too well, bro. I have uh, a hot take. Uh, since we're talking about Neptunes. Um, I did, I, all right, here we go. Uh, <laughs> here you go. So there's producers that there's there are there's music that um, is really like objectively good, and there's music that's good just because of who made it. And I've so bear with me. So I was listening to Ventura, and I was listening to what's that song that Pharrell produced on that. Let me go back to that. It's not a bad beat, but it's not a great beat. It's Twilight. Um, boom, okay. boom, 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 boom. And so it's like, I was thinking about it and I was like, I love Pharrell, but if I were to make a beat like that and try and sell that, that exact beat, no one would buy it. Like, no, because no, it's not my name on it. And I, I, and I feel like sometimes Pharrell falls into that, like, Here's here's some beats like that are just okay, but they're great because I made them, and and that's what people are gonna think. And then there's beats that are like that, and I I don't think that he falls into that category all the time, but I think he does tend to fall into that category. And I think there's I, other times. I I would I would rename and reframe the category. I think. The difference is when you make a name of yourself from your talent, from the things you've done building up throughout your career, it allows you the freedom to be a little bit more experimental and a little bit more creative. Mm -hmm. So you might get those sounds that are like, what the fuck is that? Mm -hmm. Where someone else might tell you, get the fuck out of here, that's trash. They'll be like, what am I missing in this? If this person made it, what am I missing? Um, doesn't always mean it's good. I, I'll give you that. It doesn't always mean it's good. Yeah. But I, I think it's it's more of I've established myself, so now I can be free and just do what the fuck I want to do. But I think people won't tell people that those beats are trash just because of who they are. Like I think I still yeah. think that there are producers out there that are well known and have made like ninety percent great fucking music. But I think that some of their music, some of their beats, are trash. That have got that have came out, you know, and like 
I don't think Twilight is a trash beat. I'm just using that as an example of like right, not right, a right. that like in in the in the soundscape of, of what Ventura is, it just sounds like it's thrown on there because it's a Pharrell beat and it's because right. it and it and this beat like it the beat is not bad, but it's just not up to par with all the other beats that are on that that album. And I and I just hear a lot of scene sounds like experimentation on there. Right. So, I don't oh, know. Sure. Yeah, that's my hot There's a couple. Okay. I, need to, I need to figure out this other. I need to dig into there, but I was that particular song is what made me think about that. But I need to dig into that so I can try and come up with other examples of well-known trash beats. <laughs> gotcha. Well, one unknown that we didn't talk about that I definitely want to give two seconds. It was not an unknown, actually. A well-known known yeah, um, something that I went back and listened to. Also, uh, mm-hmm. rest in peace, Bill Withers. That that was like oh. some, some crazy shit that happened. I mean, yeah. uh, Bill that- Withers was just was just crazy. I mean, we, me and you went back and forth on Bill Withers back in the day, like all the time, and yeah. finding out how many times he was sampled in hip hop, yeah. and I mean his his lyrics, the the wordplay, mm-hmm. the melodies the harmonies, the soul in this man's voice. Like, oh my God. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, just just definitely wanted to shout out Bill Weathers, rest in peace. Um, you know, uh, that was a big part of my childhood too. I mean, I listened to a yeah. lot of Bill Weathers. I listened to a lot of Bill Weathers. Grandma's hands. Went to church on Sunday morning. Grandma's hands. Grandma's hands. Okay. I'm um, so <laughs> grandma needs to wash her hands. Uh, yes, grandma definitely needs to wash her hands. Woo-hoo! And she needs to stay inside. Um, I I do have to say there's been some some crazy things going on as us as black people because we are we are really good at this. We are really good at taking lemons and making lemonade. We're great at like taking pig intestines and turning in chitlins and soul food and shit, right? Mm-hmm. So somehow hip hop has found a way to take the quarantine, to take everyone being stuck at home yeah. and turning it into something that we have, shit, we've been waiting for for a while. Um, and there's been a bunch of these battles on IG Live, which has been pretty fucking lit. Um, yeah. have, you, have you caught any of the battles? I have not watched any of them live, no. Oh, oh not live, so- okay. Yeah, not any of them live. Um, in addition to my mental health check, like I was, I was not about social media, and that's why, like, some weeks they'll y- y'all see me like all over the stories, and then some weeks you won't, because I'm just like I don't want to see nobody on. I don't want to listen to any of this. But um, what was cool is that I, I was able to catch a recap of uh, the Scott Scott Storch and Manny yeah. uh, Fresh. Uh, what else was another one? Um, the Neo and Jonta Austin. Um, there's a bunch of them. There's a bunch of them out there. Which ones have you seen? Have you seen them, them live? Um, I saw a few of them live. I saw the Scott Storch live. Oh, um, I did s- yeah. Sorry, go ahead. I saw the Scott Storch live. Mm-hmm. I saw some of the RZA DJ premiere. The sound on that one was really bad. I, it, was yeah. the hard, it, was, it was hard to hear. Um, and I saw some of the Swiss Beats and Timberland. Um, mm-hmm. 
But I mean, it's been it's been some really good shit in that I remember Swiss Beats and Timberland were talking about doing this for a while and it just mm-hmm. like never really materialized, never materialized. Mm-hmm. But hearing I think for me, what was bringing for the ones that I caught was not just so much realize like, oh, you produced that. Oh, shit, you were part of that song. But then them telling kind of some of the stories behind the beat. Right. Oh, yeah, you know, Rizzo was talking about he went to high school with all these people and they just happened to form Wu-Tang and then all these other cliques. And it's like, it really makes you wonder, like, you know, what's the next thing to be that next, like, hip-hop community? Mm -hmm. And it makes me, honestly, like, looking around some of the people that we know some of the uh, artists that we've been, you know, uh, gracious enough to be around, uh, like Chicago has that potential, man, to have mm-hmm. that, like, you know, 10, 20 years from now, have stories where someone's, like, doing a beat battle. And it's like, yeah. you know, I remember we were, you know, did a show, you know, uh, and, or, oh, yeah, we were recording down there, and, you know, we... <laughs> What's up? I was going to say, when you, uh, I was going to pull out a mellow quote. When he did shows in Iowa, in the Iowa right. basement. <laughs> exactly, right? And so, you know, th- there's something brewing in Chicago that I think could be similar mm-hmm. to, you know, some of those stories Rizzo was telling, or even, even like Manny Fresh. I mean, he's got yeah. some crazy stories of how some of these beats were made, and he yeah. started off as a DJ, and then he, you know, it's just, I mean, the, the stories are great. And, and, and that's the part I love about it. You know, it's, it's the culture having a history and having, a foundation right um, and it's something that we can then build on later you know i mean you right. you can't have a successful culture you can't have a successful movement or anything without a strong foundation of these are the roots that we're going to build off of so this it was great right. for me to see man i love it yeah i liked uh I, I i caught uh some of i think it was a um what was it it was a uh zoom just told me we got more minutes so we're good <laughs> uh I, I caught some of uh, the Too Short and, not Too Short, excuse me, the T-Pain and uh, oh. Lil John, And I'd watched a, a recap of that one too. And that one was crazy. Just if we're talking about the stories too, like how he was talking right. about how Too Short was like one of the people that like didn't even like charge him to use the studio and all this other shit. And that's when wow. he did some shit. Like he made some shit out in Oakland. And he was like, I'm forever grateful for Too Short. And that's why... Boom, and then he drops blow the whistle. You know what I mean? And blow the whistle. And little John, I don't think anybody like it would be very hard. Like that that like that matchup was kind of kind of fucked up because I don't like T Pain has a lot of hits, but like little John just edged him out every single time. Like T Pain would put on I'm a, like I'm in love with the stripper and then the next song would be some shit like fucking from the window to the wall, you know? It's like, it's, it's just, it's always like little John's uh, music is like, I don't know about you, but like, it's, it's like my whole high school, like yeah. all of high school, oh, yeah. like, yeah. all of my high school was that. And so like, you can't tell me like, like as soon as little John comes on, I remember every dance, every club I've ever been to. Yes. Yes, they had Teen Club in Cali. We used to go to Teen Club out in Sacramento. I went to the clubs. I was to You a girl. You was a girl. You can get in. I'm, you know. I was. I'm not, the reason why I was able to get in is because my friend used to uh, know club owners, and then they would let us in. 
Man, but yeah, shit. Yeah. Well, that's an interesting point because uh, the same. So I had a similar feeling with the um, Scott Storch and Manny Fresh one because yeah. Scott Storch kept pulling out these huge records. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because he was an original member. So he's pulling out all this shit, right? Right. And big ass records, bro. Beyonce records, like big records. Yeah. And Manny Fresh is pulling out some like some hood big records, like songs for the streets, like I mean, back that ass up, you know. And again, like like you were saying, you know, you you have two two different producers who are kind of in two different lanes. Yeah. But they both had a massive impact. You know, yeah. like you said, Scott Storch started with the roots, bro. Like that's that's hip hop royalty. And then mm-hmm. he kind of maneuvered that into making Beyonce record. Manny yeah. Fresh making straight gutter ass down south music. Mm-hmm. And he he kind of stayed in that lane. You know, I mean he 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 Expanded a bit, but he didn't make those big crossover records that Scott Source did. But there's also like Manny kind of dropped the ball on a couple of his. Like he didn't play number one stunner. Right, like, he didn't. And like he started to play some of these like like I think he played one with uh, BG or something like that. I'm not saying that BG's not good, but he's not as well known as that number one stunt. Like you know. Right. That number one stuff, like he had a, a couple of songs that he could have played and it just didn't seem like he was prepared for it. So it's like, like these, I'm loving these moments. Like I'm loving all of these moments. I'm loving the fact that we're able to come through and like kind of just analyze them as, as if like it's like, a, you know, post game uh, ESPN type shit, you right. know? And it's, it's, so, it's so cool to be able to do this. I, I hope that this, this kind of thing keeps going what's funny is that like the first people to actually do something like this was swiss beats and just blaze do you remember that it was um it was on i think it was on ig live but it was in person they were both there and they were just going back and forth with their music and that was a great battle because but i don't know but like i don't remember who i thought won to be honest but like it's just interesting because Swiss is like kind of like the the grandfather in this because he's the one that's like kind of orchestrating a lot of this stuff. And, yeah. and of course Timbaland is too. Another thing I've been surprised about, Elliot Wilson. I'm 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 probably gonna go get me some title now. <laughs> just because they got you. They got you. Just because and I probably should have kept title, but because it's black owned, but you know, whatever. Um Yeah, like He's been getting these playlists up like that, like right after. It's crazy. It's real. It's real interesting. But anyway, yeah, I'm here he, for it. I love it. Do you think he has some like insight? Like they're slipping in the playlist prior. Mm, they could be now, but I don't think he, he did before. Okay. I think. Just, yeah. Just hustling, hustling. Mm-hmm. I mean, you should see how like that man is always on the internet. Yeah. I don't know how he sleeps. He does. Or he's got an intern who doesn't. Either he doesn't sleep or he got an intern who don't sleep. Yeah, I don't know. I, I would not want to do that. I wouldn't want to be that. That's why I was, I'd be going up and down with my whole social media shit. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I feel you. Yeah, um, yeah there's, there's, there's been some good. There's been some bad. There's been some ugly in this whole COVID-19 thing. Yeah. Um, our, our, our buddy Bernie's out. 
Yeah. That one was a blow. That that was a blow, and it was uh, probably the worst time. I, I feel like he could have waited a little while, personally. Uh, we, we just got new allegations from Joe Biden potentially putting his fingers up and down someone's body. And nobody's talking about it. Nobody's talking about it. Yeah, nobody's talking about it. I mean, Tara, it's just so funny. I was, I was watching it, and... I understand. If you guys are, are not familiar with what we're talking about, uh, there's this woman named Tara Reed who was a an aide, I guess. She was a staffer, yeah. Staffer. Staffer. Um, yep. When he was in the Senate, I believe. When he was in the Senate. Okay. Yeah. And she was sexually assaulted by him, allegedly. Um, and she decided to come out, and none of the mainstream media will uh, cover it. She went on a podcast. Uh, she went on uh, a internet uh, independent show called The Hill. Uh, there's this this writer named Ryan Grimm. He writes for The Intercept. He wrote about it as well. Um, and nobody else is picking it up. It seems like only independent media is picking it up. None of our, right. our big, um, none of the big media is picking it up. So one of the things that I thought was super interesting is uh, I think who oh, fuck her name is Simone Biden's. Uh, I don't remember her last name, but she is Biden's like, she works for Biden. She's okay. in the, the cabinet or in, on the campaign, excuse me. And uh, when this whole, when the whole Kavanaugh thing was happening, she was all saying, believe women, believe women. We need to make sure that we do A, B, and C, like all about like going through the, the due process and, and, and hearing right. what women has to say. And now she hasn't said a damn thing about this. And well, I understand. What's, what's crazy about the parallels between this and Kavanaugh is people are saying, um, oh, well, you know, you have to believe women, but you also can't crucify men. Uh, but where did that, like... What was that actress's name? Her name's not, Alyssa Milano. Alyssa Milano, yes. So, the person I was so, talking about is Simone Sanders, which sucks is because she's a very educated black woman that I'd love for her to um, come to the light on, but this shit, but yeah, go ahead. But, but what's crazy is that, you know, uh, Christine Ford, uh, who was the accuser that for uh, Brett Kavanaugh, she yeah. came forward. Guess, guess who broke her story? Who, Ryan Grimm. From The Intercept. Yep. Same guy. Yeah, same guy. from the exact same way. So, so was- why is one story legitimate? And right. worthy of all of this, and mm-hmm. this story's not right. I don't know. It's interesting how he is um, credible when it comes yes. to a Republican, or when it comes to somebody like that. But he's not credible when it comes to quote unquote on our own side type shit. Right. So um, yeah, this it's, it's very interesting, and this is why a lot of people are having um, trouble. Um, voting for or, or making the decision to vote for Biden. A lot of people don't want to vote for a, an alleged rapist. And the fact that he has a lot of, um, vi- there's a lot of uh, footage out there of him smelling, touching, doing things that make him look like this is a plausible thing of him that he would be able to, that he would be capable of. And um, it's, it's, it sucks that, uh, Bernie decided to suspend his campaign because 
we all were rooting on something different than what we're getting right now. Yes. So New York Times actually posted an article today about it. Yeah. And minutes after they posted the article, they Mm -hmm. edited the article without saying that they edited the article. And it was about Joe Biden. And they edited out a portion of the article where it talked about this, his behavior in the sexual assault case being a, a, uh, a part of, of a long-standing history he has with inappropriate touching and smelling, just, just like you said. Yeah. There are instances where people have come up. They literally had that in the sentence saying, you know, these, these claims have not been, you know, substantialized by anybody else. You know, right. no one else can confirm or deny but it's, you know, it's, it lines up with the history of things that have happened in the past. They mm-hmm. took out that last sentence. Mm. And they're getting a bunch of blowback from it. So I'm sure that'll be out in the news on Monday. <laughs> Probably not. But that's why the article came out when it did over the weekend. It's going to be buried. You're not going to hear shit about it tomorrow. But it's, it's just sad. And it, it, in my opinion, it really shows how, how fake all this wokeness is. Like everybody's all woke online, like, oh, we gotta we gotta stand up for women and you don't care. You only care if it if it helps your side, helps your team, or if it hurts the other side. And yeah. I'm I'm not about that tribalism. I'm not about that shit. You know, Bernie was an independent and I think he was right to be an independent. I'm an independent. You know, I, I don't yeah consider myself a Republican or a Democrat. I I'm a person. I'm more I work every day. I yeah. you know, you know, working people's party, you know, fuck that. Yeah. I mean, that's, that was the next thing I wanted to actually talk to you about is like, so, you know, that, so, and I, and we've had plenty of discussions with friends and stuff like that about like, yeah. um, being an undecided voter at this, at this point in time. Yes. And, uh, it's, I want, I want to talk more about that just because I don't want our listeners that, that actually like agree with us on, or that were for Bernie because they knew who we were. I want I want to make sure that we kind of dive into that a little bit uh, because I don't I don't want people to feel shamed for being a undecided voter at this time. I think a lot of times just because we uh, people with critical thought don't go with the hive mind, uh, they get they get they get shunned and they get um, ridiculed and things like that and. I just want to let you guys know if you anybody out there that is undecided, like you know, stand strong in your decision, and 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 stand strong it, with feeling and knowing that you know you want something different. You want something. You you want to make a decision. You want to use your vote to benefit you, and and not just you know the Democratic Party that says that they're for you when they obviously aren't. So. I don't know. What are your thoughts around like, you know, undecided voters? How, how, what do you think is something that we can say to people that like kind of make them feel better about what's going on right now, I guess, you know? Um, I would say this voting is your, it's yours. It's your power. It's your voice. So do with it how you please, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, me personally, I am not sure if I'm going to vote for Joe Biden or not. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's not. A, it's not a for sure thing. It's not a definitely. I'm definitely voting for Joe Biden. It's. A, I don't know. And 
I feel like you should vote for whomever best represents you. And when you go to bed at night, you shouldn't feel bad about it. Yeah. You know, listen, listen to the issues. Um, I don't know. I'll be looking at some third party candidates too. I might write in Bernie Sanders. I don't know yet. I haven't figured it out yet. I still got time. Um, I know for sure I'm not voting for Trump. Yeah. I, I can't say for sure I'm not going to vote for Joe Button, but I. Button. Did I say <laughs> Joe Button? Oh my God. Button. <laughs> Joe Biden. Um, but I mean, I don't, I don't know. And, and I, you know, you should never feel bad. You should never, ever, ever, ever let anybody shame you and say it's your fault that this happened. Right. Or it's, it's your fault that Trump won again because you didn't vote for Biden. No, it's your fault for not being a better candidate, Joe Biden. Yeah. Or Hillary Clinton, you know, let's, yeah. let's, so I, anybody who voter shames you, fuck them. Fuck them, fuck them, fuck them. Fuck them, because it's your vote. Yeah. I mean, that it's, it's, it's that simple, you know, and yeah. don't ever feel bad about your vote. Yeah. You, you don't owe your vote to anybody. Mm-hmm. And that's why um, I wanted to talk about this, just because, like, I'm, and I'm, I'm most likely getting rid of my uh, Facebook this weekend, because <laughs> that place is toxic as fuck. And the reason why I wanted to talk about that is just because um, there's a lot of people that are already blaming Bernie Sanders for Biden losing. And uh, <laughs> this nigga ain't even, ain't it even hasn't election even, yet. It's not it even, hasn't even happened yet. Nothing's happened yet. Nothing's nothing's happened yet. So it's just very interesting to me that people want to say that they want they want to get into this this whole discussion already, and they want to talk about how Hillary lost because of quote, and I'm putting that in quotes because of uh, Bernie. And my thing is, don't Excellent. worry. About, yeah, don't worry about Bernie Sanders vote because these voters are already uh these people are are in most of bernie sanders uh sanders supporters are independent thinkers and so they're going to make the decision based on their own their own facts their own uh intuition etc the people you need to you need to focus on are those swing voters that are are you know never are, are trump supporters or people that are like uh just like those those people that are like ah uh, I don't know I didn't I didn't that they were like a who Elizabeth Warren's uh, supporters right. so a lot of them don't know if they're voting for Biden or not either so um, I I don't know it was just it was just interesting for me to see that all over uh, Facebook people are talking about Bernie Sanders this Bernie Sanders that supporters y'all need to do this y'all need to do that focus on those fucking Trump supporters you know what I mean like right or you know focus on a campaign that'll reach out to me right. I, I, I think something that was really telling was Joe Rogan when he made the yeah. statement saying, I ain't voting for that senile ass old man. Yeah. Like, I, I'd rather vote for Trump than the joke for, mm-hmm. vote for, joke for, gee, I can't freaking talk today, than the vote for Joe Button, Biden. <laughs> <sighs> yes, but yes, he did, he did say that. And then I, I love how people started to run with that and saying, like, he's voting for Trump. And it's right. like, he's like, I'd rather vote for Trump. I'd rather vote for Trump. It doesn't say that he will. Like, people love and, to, like, I don't know. It's just interesting. And, and, and then he goes and, back in and starts talking about how, he's like, I didn't say I was going to vote for Trump. I just said I'd right. rather. Like, people, yeah, I don't know. And he, he made it very clear as to why. Yeah. It had nothing to do with the policies. It says 
he's an old man who doesn't remember what he had for breakfast five minutes ago. Yeah. He's, he's losing it. Have you not seen this man talk on TV? Yeah, it's cringeworthy. It's bad. It's real bad. Jesus, Biden is, is you know, and, and I, it's not even about me making fun of the man. Like, he's, he needs to sit down. Mm-hmm. He needs to just sit down and enjoy his life. Well, yeah, he had a great life, man. And sit down, enjoy your life, your grandkids, whatever, you know, and yeah. get a ranch somewhere and just hang out and plant flowers and shit. Just sit down, bro. Yeah. The same for you. No. Uh, last thing, what do you think we should do as, uh, since we don't like the Democratic Party for yes. pretty much, uh, we're yes. not Republicans, no. what do you think should happen? How, what do you think is, is the best way to start a new party? How do we, how do we, what, how do we, how do we start a revolution basically? You know what I mean? Like how do we start to enact change? How do we, how do we get the ball moving with change? So that's a great question. And I don't have the whole answer. You know, it's Bernie Sanders did a great thing Uh-oh. in that he brought a lot of people together. And yeah. he brought a lot of people together around ideas. And yeah. that's kind of the beginning of a revolution. You have to get people organized together around a set of ideas. And so I feel like the groundwork for that has already been established. You know, there is, he has an emailing list. He has, you know, people who've worked in his campaign in damn near every state who are, who are familiar with organizing, who are familiar with getting out to people and uh, getting groups of people together to do things, whether it's set up rallies or, yeah. you know, uh, go phone banking, whatever. There's, there's infrastructure set up at this moment through Bernie Sanders. So, if I was a, you know, someone who wanted to start a revolution, I would literally take Bernie's people, he got all this organization already, and just weaponize it or mobilize it into doing something else. Um, Bernie's too nice of a guy, you know, he would never be like, well, fuck you, Democrats, I'm going to start my third party thing. But trust me, if Bernie Sanders right now said, screw it, I'm running third party, he could start a third party and they could get 20% of the vote. Do you think, why did, why hasn't he ran as an independent? You can't get in there? Can't get the... Because there's no path to victory. Yeah. There's no clear path to victory there. And if history in the U.S. has taught you anything about third parties, it's they, they're only in there to spoil. They're not really in there to, to win and be competitive. Mm-hmm. You know, they're in there to get enough power so until... So, so they can get consolidated or so, so they can get some things that they want from one of the other two parties. It's never like we're going to do our own thing. Um, oh, so it's, it, it's really hard. It's really hard. And I mean, the, I feel like this COVID thing has really shown a lot of cracks and blemishes in our system mm-hmm. that Bernie Sanders has been talking about his whole damn career so if anything now this is his moment to shine this is his moment to like let his views and ideas take the forefront and say see i was right see i told you i told you but he's not doing so it's gonna need to be i think probably somebody from his campaign somebody in there who, who will take the reins let's i hope so you know and fuck it dude we could do it 
Yeah. I'd follow Nina. I don't know. Tony. I don't know. Yeah, right. I mean, but there needs to be a leader. I think I, I, I think when you when you break it down, you need a leader. Yep. And you and you need the infrastructure to mobilize the people. Yep. Um and you need the ideas. Yeah. Uh, and where all that comes from, I don't know. But what I do know is that people are hungry. I know I'm hungry. I know you hungry. I know, yep. you know, random forums I hop into <laughs> on the internet, motherfuckers ready as hell. So, yeah. you know, it's, I think it's, we just got to wait and yeah. see what happens. And if it doesn't happen, then you know what? We got to do it ourselves. I mean, I've, I've been contacted by a few of Bernie's people locally here in, in Chicago, and they're trying to put some shit together. Mm-hmm. It's just, I wish it wasn't a group of group of people here, group of people here. It's like, there needs to be one this big whole. unification of, of action. So, yeah. you know, let's see if some of these grassroots organizations can consolidate and, you know, uh, make some shit happen. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I had to unplug the uh, sound. Your computer was was dying. Yep. Because the shit went crazy like 2.5 seconds ago. Um, I I didn't even notice. (laughs) All right. Well, that is the episode. Uh, We appreciate you guys listening and watching whoever's doing this shit. Um, We are through the crate. You can follow us everywhere at Through the Crate on all social media platforms, www.throughthecrate.com uh, for all types of shit that is just mostly episodes and yeah. information. Yeah, and, and unfortunately, we're not recording out of VSOP. <laughs> unfortunately, we are not recording out of VSOP. Oh, we don't sound better. <laughs> we do not sound better right now. We don't. Um, but uh and yeah unfortunately before right before this my computer decided to only have one of my usb ports work so i couldn't get even my sound to sound good (laughs) so uh yeah this is how it's gonna be this is how it's gonna go i hope you guys appreciate all the content we love y'all and we out this motherfucks deuces